G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, as we close out another year, we're always wise to reflect on what the coming year might bring. So many Christians tend to put off some form of preparation that they know they need in order to serve more effectively, either through their local church or in business, community or more broadly, in a mission endeavour. Well, let's turn our attention to connecting young people to the Great Commission. Nathan Crory serves with Youth with a Mission at the YWAM base in Brisbane. Nathan's joining us. Nathan, welcome along to 2020. Thanks so much for having me. Nathan, this seems to be what YWAM is all about, connecting young people in particular uh, with the Great Commission. Is that how it all works? Yeah. Uh, I would definitely say so. I think our our heart is definitely for bringing people from around the world to young people in particular to get a heart for the seeing the lost set free and saved. And I think that that can be done in three main ways. But I think, yeah, we we mainly focus on evangelism and training and mercy ministries, meaning like being the hands and feet of Jesus as well as a bit of uh, training and what it looks like to actually be a missionary and get a heart for the Great Commission, like you said. So, yeah, I definitely would agree with you. It's something that we have a big heart for. You know, most of us as Christians, we're familiar with the Great Commission, going into all the world and preaching the gospel, making disciples of nations. Uh, Sometimes we don't always count the cost or think more deeply about what that really means. And I guess you get a little extra, don't you, when you go to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And I know that listeners will be able to hear an accent for you. So here you are in Australia serving, but uh, a lot of what YWAM does puts people into different cultural contexts and gives them a taste of uh, something along the lines of Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Yeah, I I think even like the... The funny thing is that that scripture is actually something that we really have focused on at YWAM Brisbane. And we've kind of taken it even with the passage where it talks about Jerusalem and then Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That being something that Jerusalem can represent, you know, our local area like Brisbane for us. Judea and Samaria being rural Australia and to the ends of the earth being like the ends of the earth. But I think that that's something that's really applicable for us to actually see what it looks like in my life to actually fulfill what Jesus said, even in Acts 1-8, that we would go through this progression almost and reach the nations this way. So, Nathan, the YWAM plan to activate Hmm. young people, if you were trying to describe it, uh, you know, in a nutshell, what would you say actually happens in the life of a person who signs up to do one of your, say, your discipleship training schools? What actually happens with your plan? Well, the the main focus of the DTS, or the discipleship training school, is 
it can be summed up in four words, to know God and to make him known. And that's not four words, but basically it's a two-point structure where we have this focus on, okay, first we need to make sure that we actually know who God is. And from that place, we actually can make him known. And I think that that's probably the most impactful thing that, that brings to life young people in our nation, in Australia, is that people first need to have an encounter with God. And from that place, they actually move into this almost like Isaiah in Isaiah chapter six, where he says, you know, once he realizes who God is and this, that he's been made clean, then he says, here I am and send me. And so I think that that's really what our aim is to activate young people that are powerful missionaries and people that go into every sphere to be a missionary, not just frontier missions, but also in other areas as well. Uh, let's stay with your discipleship training school for a moment, because some people might sure. say, how much training do you need to be equipped or qualified uh, to go and serve in a cross-cultural mission context, uh, you know, serving uh, you know, in another uh, nation that might be nearby to our Australian shores? Uh, some might yeah. say you've got to study for years to do that. But, uh, but sure. at YWAM, you've got your 12-week discipleship training school, and then there's a 12 weeks of mission. How does that all fit together? Yeah, so basically, the, it, it comes together in a six-month school, but it is broken up into two 12-week sections. And so we really believe that people, I think what happens sometimes is we can be so focused on getting to make sure we understand everything that we don't actually do much. And so our belief in YWAM is that we really want people to have a strong biblical foundation and to know that God is who he says he is, have confidence in who he is. But then from that point to actually just move and go. And so that's why we really believe that the 12-week lecture phase is, is enough to equip people to have an understanding of who God is and to have confidence in his character. And then from that place, being able to go and do a 12-week missions outreach. I think what most people would be able to see as one of the real strengths of YWAM and your discipleship training school is it's not all just theory. Uh, you've actually got this practical component, and no doubt you've been through that, and maybe a number of times. What happens to, say, a young person who's gone through the 12-week discipleship training school, then they find themselves in a cross-cultural setting? You've gone on a mission trip to somewhere nearby. What actually happens to that young person? Well, I would say that the, probably one of the first things is recognizing like, that we are all people. And I think so often with social media and things, we can feel like, oh, you know what, I don't, this other nation is different than us. And so I don't know if they relate to me. But when we go into another nation, we actually can experience the fact that people are people. But also we recognize that there's almost like this humility that happens where you realize your way isn't always the best way. And that seeing other cultures and other nationalities, the way that they do things, sometimes it's a bit of a kind of a, a humble pie that you eat when you say, no, actually, I've been taught this all my life, but this is not how this culture would interact with God in a way that's meaningful to them. And so I have to adapt and change the way that I would present what I want to in order to best suit their needs. So, yeah, I, I think that that's kind of some of the main things that even impacted me when I did these 
when I did DTS and was a staff member for multiple years on schools. Uh, what sort of different uh, cultural contexts did you find yourself personally in, Nathan? I mean, here you are yeah. in Australia, yes, but uh, yeah. where else have you been? Well, I, originally I'm from America, actually, so I, I come from the east coast of America. But So coming here to Australia was a bit of a culture shock for me. But uh, also, I think I, I went to my, for my DTS. I went to the nation of Prague and uh, and then to Berlin, Germany as well. And so it was a bit of a European Western culture. And then the next year I went to Malaysia uh, for two months. Uh, and it was pretty amazing. Like even just in those two places, the stark differences in the way that they do things and the, like the heart for service that can be kind of cultivated out of an experience like that, that we as a body of Christ are one that we, you know, Jesus is actually calling all of us to be in unity. And what does that look like for us to be unity if we don't speak the same language or maybe we have a little bit of a different expression, but God actually wants us to be in unity because we are part of his body. And you and your wife, you're involved in some creative elements too on your YWAM base in Brisbane. So you're taking your young people through their, their discipleship training school, but but also looking at creative ways that you can share the gospel? Yeah, yeah. I think like even, I mean, we on our campus, we do every, the first Wednesday of every month, we do a big worship night where we just invite the community to come and worship. And my wife and I have been doing that for a number of years, and we've had people come and and help with that. And uh, it's been really incredible. Even I brought in some people that I've met on the street that had no context of even who Jesus was. And to bring them into an environment that, they like music maybe, and they don't understand what worship is, but through that, we're actually able to lead them on a discipleship journey that ends up bringing them to the Lord, which is pretty amazing. So, um, I mean, our campus specifically is really focused on the arts as well and how we can use the arts to communicate the gospel in an effective way. And so I think that that's something that my wife and I have a passion for, but also, um, yeah, I think our campus as a whole is really passionate about it. So what sort of people are connecting with YWAM today? Uh, Is it all just young people? Uh, Youth with a mission sounds very young, but is there an (laughs) age restriction? Who connects with YWAM today? Yeah, well, it's definitely a a broad range of people. I know that um, our campus specifically shoots for a more 18 to 25 to 30-year-old range, but um, we definitely have people that come from all ages, um, and it's there's no age cap, but there's sometimes there's schools that are um, there's something called a crossroads discipleship training school, which is at a different um, campus, but they it's kind of catered more towards forty year olds and stuff like that. But um, yeah, our main focus is for seeing the the young people coming out of uni or um, kind of not really sure what they want to do with their next step, taking six months to focus on God and their relationship with Him and and what that looks like. So, yeah, it's, that's kind of the focus. Now, YWAM has bases all over Australia in various states. Uh, is yeah. there more discipleship training schools planned for the new year? When does the next one start for you? Yeah, so the next school that we have is starting uh, mid-February, and that's going to be a, an arts-focused discipleship training school, so basically using music or arts, uh, dance, photography, film, anything like that to communicate the gospel 
Um, so it kind of comes alongside the lectures and the outreach phase. Um, but that's starting in February, and then we'll have another school in October of next year. So, yeah, that gives a bit of that. And connecting with a YWAM discipleship training school, uh, there's the base in Brisbane, uh, Uh There's also yeah. uh, the YWAM Australia website, ywam.org.au. So for people who want to do yeah. your uh, discipleship training, uh, they'd contact the Brisbane base. And, uh, and of course, I guess, no doubt, uh, connecting with the YWAM Australia website will get people sorted in whichever state they're in. Is that the way it works? Yeah, yeah. So um, ywam.org actually kind of has a full worldwide scope. So it shows you if you're looking for something that's very specific, you can just type in a few words and it shows you where there's schools that would have something that kind of meets your needs in that way. Um, yeah, and then ywambrisbane.com is what our website is, and it's right on there how to apply if you're interested, or even if you just want to check it out, if you're a parent or someone that's listening that maybe you know someone that would be, you know, in that kind of age range that you're thinking, well, maybe they don't have a quite, I think that this would be really good for them. Um, I think that'd be great. Just check it out. Well, you've thrown everyone's options way open when you say, you know, do a discipleship training school, but you can do it anywhere in the world, wherever there's a YWAM base. And and as I understand it, you're in 180 countries. So it really does open up the opportunities. Been going since the 1960s. Tremendous reputation for YWAM and just Mm. the way that you release young people into a missionary endeavour. So for listeners, connecting with YWAM.org and the Australian site, ywam.org.au, and more specifically to connect with Nathan, ywambrisbane.com. Nathan Crory, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.